Hello and welcome to Beyond the Back Page on New FM with myself, Patrick Dunahoo. My guest on the show today is former League of Ireland footballer Desi Baker. Desi had spells with Shelburne, Longford Town and Shamrock Rovers in the League of Ireland. He's also a former Man United youth player winning the FA Youth Cup with Man United in 1995. And Desi was also a part of the Irish youth team that finished third in the world in 1997 and I'm delighted to say Desi is joining me on the line Desi thanks so much for joining us on the show today no problem at all it's good to be on yeah so I might go back and mention the, uh, the you were a youth player at Man United it must have been an incredible feeling um, there was a lot of clubs in for you at the time and uh, for Man United to uh, bring you over that must have been a brilliant uh, great for your confidence that they were they were looking for your signature yeah, it was a bit of a whirlwind situation um, that last couple of months uh, before I signed for United because I signed for um, coming United as, for that season coming. Um, I'd left Mark Celtic with a club I've been with through my schoolboy days and Stella Maris asked me to go up as um, a guest player up to the Mill Cup tournament up the north be, just before the season started with, um, in the Linter Senior League sort of thing and um, when I went up uh up there I got player of the tournament up in that middle cup uh, and we played Man United in the quarterfinals of one of the cups and we beat them and Nobby Stiles was the manager of um, the Man United U team at the time and um, things kicked off when I when I got the train home from the middle cup uh, the chief Man United scout was sitting on my doorstep uh, back in my house um, mm. in the porch and as, as you said I went to about four or five different clubs at the time and then ended up signing for United um, two months after I'd left St. Mark's Celtic. And how much of um, an influence or Alex Ferguson, uh, was he um, integral to getting you over? Was he uh, kind of, I've heard a lot of stories of him, like he really, really would get involved when young players were, were moving in. Was it that, that the situation with yourself? Most definitely, because um, I remember we were sitting in our, my house and we were watching whether Carnations or something my mother was watching it and we got a, no- a knock on the doorbell one night it was Frank Stapleton knocking at the door Alex Ferguson sent him over to my house to tell him all about United and then the following week I was meant to be going to Liverpool and on trial and Ferguson flew over met us in the Skyline Hotel and told us that we were going off to told us that we were going over to him Man United on Friday instead of going to Liverpool and that was that was the push that he had for from the start Mm. And that must have been um, a, a few brilliant years um, with Man United because they were absolutely flying at the time. Um, it was compared to what what's happening now at Man United. It was just the golden period for for Man United, and there were such great players. So it must have been a really, really enjoyable and just a great learning experience when you were over there. Yeah, it's a great point. It was a learning a learning curve, um, and it was you're playing with. <laughs> with players that like as I said I've gone from Mark Celtic and no disrespect to the players that were there but you're going from there and you're playing with the likes of Scalzi and Beckham and you know Nicky Butt there on just a year ahead of you we have we had Phil Neville our captain at the U team we had all these top top players from all over all over the world and you, you turn up on the day and there's 60 or 80 odd players in, in, in the dressing room waiting around and every one of them were were top players like from as as you said the pick of the pick of the world mm. and um, you're sitting around all these class players and in me digs was Keith Gillespie and 
Robbie Savage and players like that were just a year or two above me and you you still you're training with these sort of players and you know, Pat McGibbon was in my digs with me as Northern Ireland International. You've got all these top players that as you said, it's, it was it was the peak of mm. of Man United and the times. The first team dressing room was unreal. The reserve team was unbelievable, and then we, as you said, we won, went and won the U Cup, and it was just class. Of the, the other team, obviously, that won the cup before that, uh, they they were top top players, like you know. Mm. And winning that youth cup, you scored a penalty. Uh, you won it at Old Trafford. <laughs> it because, because Man United they put such an emphasis on youth, and uh, I'm sure when you were over there, all the talk about the Busby Babes and all that. It, it must have been a, a special, special night winning that um, yeah youth cup. Yeah, I remember. Mum and Dad flew over to where uh, we played the first leg at White Hart Lane. Mum um, and Dad flew over for that, and we got beaten one 0 um, Stephen Carr was playing for Spurs at the time right back and we played the second leg at Old Trafford it was sold out one of the stands was getting fixed up and they sold out every seat and there was a big buzz around Manchester at the time the Cup final again uh, we scored Terry Cook scored in the 89th minute to tie the, tie the game and as you said we went to the penalties and I was looking to score a penalty but the experience of playing in that was un- that was the, probably the biggest crowd I'd played in front of as a young lad, you know what I mean? Uh, 16, 15 years of age, 16 years of age, playing in a, in a Old Trafford in a full, mm. full capacity at the time. But yeah, great memories from there. As I said, we, I ended up, I was lucky enough that I won a lot of things over there when I played there. I won the Reserve Team League, I won the A, B League, won the U Cup. But like, that was just, that was just the thing back then. Your Man United Ferguson used to, you know, win a mentality through the whole club, and if you lost, it was it was even if you lost a game on the weekend, it was it was terrible. So you know, we had we had that philosophy, you had that philosophy, of just winning all the time, winning, 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 and you're at the best club in the in the country, and you, and you have to win your games, and that was the way it was. Everybody knew that everybody knew when we went down on the pitch, if we lost, we were in trouble, like you know. And how disappointing was it when they they let you go? Ultimately, we uh, did you feel that uh, you were were about to be kept on, or how did uh, that decision yeah. come about? Yeah, it was actually we were all called in. Usually, the apprentices all get called in. We got told, and Ferguson had said to me, "I haven't made a decision on you yet." You know, it was just like okay, and we left it a couple of more weeks, and then he'd sent me to Forest. He says, "Listen, I'm not too sure. I'm going to sign a big player." At the end of the year, all the players are going to get pushed back a year. It's no fair to you, and um, wouldn't be fair to you to stay in, in in the reserve team league again. You should be going on further. He sent me on to Forest and went there, and it was just things didn't happen. It was a bit of bad luck in a way that Pop Robson had left. He was the manager, mm. uh, my U team manager at United, and he'd left and gone to Sunderland, and he wanted to sign me, and he rang Ferguson, and Ferguson said, "No, he's gone to Forest because I'd already said the." first night I did offer me a deal and I'm going to take it and just things fell apart then through the manager got sacked and I went I was in without a club in the middle of the season and I came home and the rest is history with the League of Ireland but Pop Robson was at my very first League of Ireland game and he came in we met him in the Skyland Hotel after the match and he was like what are you doing here and he says I rang Ferguson to say what we I wanted to take you with me to Sunderland to the first team and Peter Reid was the manager at the time and you know it was just it was just bad luck in the end that the way things worked out and we couldn't we couldn't do a deal with shells at the time to to get me back across straight away so it's just a bit unfortunate the way things happened that's just football that's the luck that you need you know 
Yeah, but but when you look at it, like everyone that follows League of Ireland, I would be so glad that you did come back because you had such great spells in in your different the different teams you played for and. Uh, when you when you came back to Shelburne, like, we talked about the uh, golden age of Man United. Uh, Shelburne, when you joined them, they were absolutely in great form. You won three uh, league titles. It, it must have been a. I know it was tough leaving Man United, but um, playing for Shelburne uh, then it must have been a, a a great time period for you. Yeah, well, th- when I came home, um, there was a couple of clubs interested, but. You look at the team that Shell uh, had at the time, like some great players, Stephen Gagan, the two Gagans, Greg Costa, Pat Fenn and Paul Dill and Pat Scully, all these top League of Ireland players that, you know, have done it at the top. And I was going into a team as a young lad and coming back from Malaysia and stuff like that. And I knew the expectations that Shell was, you know, that we want to win the league and all this stuff. Like, and as you said, I had a great career over here. I'd won everything. and. I said I bring that winning mentality that I had over in England and I came back here and you could feel it it was like that in the dressing room at Shells they wanted to win stuff and I was I was one of those players that wanted to do that and just all the jigsaw came together and we, we ended up winning the double and we went up winning the league titles three league titles while I was there it was some great years like you know yeah, and are you surprised your old? Um, you, I mentioned, uh, you, you, and you were talking there about the the great underage career with Ireland, and one of your old uh, teammates uh, when Ireland came toward in that World Cup uh, campaign was Damien Duff. Are you were you surprised when he took over the the reins of uh, Shelburne? No, I've seen I've seen Damien walking. Well, I was up at Rovers doing my coaching up there, and I had had a young lad team up there, and, and Damien had the older team and. You could see he has great potential as a coach, and when he went away to Scotland, that was another great move for him. And then, it was no surprise that he wanted a manager's job. And he, we still, we're still in contact all together in the group, of that Malaysian group, we're tight bunch, and we all wish him all the best. But he, he's a great coach, and he, he's, you know, he's dedicated to what he wants to do. And I'm delighted he's back at Shells, and I'm delighted that there's good times there now at the minute as well for them. Yeah, and where do you see uh, the League of Ireland at the moment now? I was just reading this morning that the uh, the Shamrock Rovers Bowes game at the weekend is on Friday night. That's sold out. Do you think the league has moved on in the the, the last few years? I know the interest is there, but how do you uh, view the the quality now in the League of Ireland? I think the in- I think the interest is unbelievable, and I think you know it's great that that players are getting to play in front of. Seven and a half thousand, eight thousand at Tala, and all the all the capacities of all the league one matches has gone up, and it's great for the league, and it's great. There's great promotion on all the everything else that goes around it. Do I think the quality is as good as it was a couple of years ago? Probably not. I think two or three teams maybe can push for a league title now. Where when I played, we had six or seven. We had mm-hmm. like Derry, we had Cork, we had Pats, we had Bowles, we had like an all top players who spread around the whole league at the time. It was I think there was a lot more quality in the in the league as in the top two teams, probably three teams now at the moment have really good players and really good managers or whatever. But for me, when I play football and that's not just saying me or any players, the whole the whole league I think had better players and better squads mm. um, and it was more interesting. It was like you know what I mean, it was different league. Everybody could take points off each other in the league but now I think that it's two or three clubs are drawn away from everybody else now. Yeah, and uh, 
you mentioned uh, I know you're running to coaching today uh, is that what uh, you're, you're still very much involved in uh, football and uh, it's still something that you're very passionate about I love I love um, never thought that I would be involved in stuff like this but I, I have my own um, elite training up down in the Midlands at the minute um, looking to branch out all over the country but at the moment um, I have about 15, 20 kids it's just where I live down in Port and down the Midlands down that way and I'm just giving I like to give kids an opportunity I've gone to a couple of clubs um, locally I've been involved in Eden Derry did a lot of coaching up there for a couple of years I went to Rovers I've been at Rovers for five or six years now and I'm in capacity with teams and players um, mostly working on individuals I have five or six lads on the training session at a time so I give the lads that are on on my training things individual work that you can work on and give them an opportunity um, to maybe go and get somewhere else higher and play whatever level they're playing at to get better what they are or even a chance even if they get a chance to go up to Tala and train up with the boys and there's two or three lads going up to Tala now already and I've signed deals and stuff like that so yeah listen I really enjoy it at the moment as I said I'm not really into the team thing anymore but I'm more into um, giving individuals young kids an opportunity to train like professionals that train like elite players do and um, that's what I'm doing at the moment I'm down in Doro at the moment for a couple of weekends now at the minute and then I change and go somewhere else but you know it's I mean, really enjoying this part of it now I never thought I would but you know it's giving back some of the stuff that I've learned over the years of some of the training sessions that we've done and with the top coaches and top individuals so yeah no it's really good at the minute and uh, there was talk over the last few weeks of um, a team from Kerry entering the league would that be beneficial like uh, the one thing when you look at the League of Ireland it's very Dublin centric so would uh, an addition of a team maybe in the Midlands region near where you are there around Leash or Offaly region would that be of a benefit or can you see that happening at any stage I'd love to see it, uh, Pat. I'd love to see. It. I'd love to see it happen. Um, I'd love to see kids down here given an opportunity. I'm just. I'm so um, annoyed with the way things are football-wise down here. A lot of players that play down this end, um, we lose them to Gaelic and hurling and, and mm. stuff like this when they get to a certain age. And you know, as, as I said, I've been involved in six or seven years down the Midlands down here with different teams, and it's just disappointing to see that kids aren't getting that opportunity to um, to show what they've got because you know you come up and you, it's no disrespect to some of the parents that come up and take teams in these clubs they don't really know what they're talking about and then kids are leave, they're leaving because they're not getting coached properly they're mm. not getting the right information down here so they leave and they go to better coaches up in the guard they've got better facilities up in the hall and this is the stuff that and you're losing you could lose 20, 30 players that would Eventually, you'd probably go on and play League of Ireland, but just—it's so—it's so disheartening to see it as a, as a coach and as a player and to see these kids um, not getting that opportunity. But um, this is my goal. This is my reason why I'm starting this whole thing up is to uh, to hopefully get ten or fifteen that are going through that net and not playing that football when they when they should be and getting an opportunity to go to Dublin and play with teams like that. Mm. Yes, I'd love to see a club. It's great for Kerry that they're giving them players that are down in those areas opportunities to do that and I really hope it does work out for them and hope that more teams or more areas will, will, will join that and give them kids an opportunity to play at the at the highest level and not to miss out on the Gaelic and the Horland as much as they do.
Well, that's great. Uh, listen, all the best in uh, your future coaching. I know you've learned from, as you said, you've learned from the best, and it's great that you're you're so passionate and uh, given so much back um, to the, the youth there. Desi, you've been very generous with your time today. Uh, thanks a million for joining us on the show. No problem at all, Bob.